Hi there. So I have always appreciated each of the arts, all of the arts, the arts as a whole. And one thing I've always really admired is performance arts. And that's not really something I've been really able to get into or, you know, participate in because, you know, for example, I'm a terrible singer. Um, I'm a very enthusiastic, but I mean, I wouldn't say good dancer, um, though that doesn't stop me. And although I have a flair for the dramatic, um, I can't act. And a lot of people, you know, have asked me about that because one thing I do have is a very loud voice that would have been an asset if I had any skills in that area. Um, But here I am at home with nothing to do today in a global pandemic and no scripts or anything to read for fun on this, uh, you know, podcast I'm messing around with. So I think a really fun thing for me to do um, today would be um, read you some soliloquies or uh, monologues, dramatic ones. And in case you don't know, the difference between a soliloquy and a monologue is in a soliloquy, the person reading is talking to themselves, and in a monologue, the person is talking to an audience. And I'm recording myself, but sitting completely alone in, um, you know, a room by myself. So, um, you know, it's really six of one, half dozen of the other. So let's just call this completely inappropriate monologues or soliloquies. And what I'm going to be reading from today, I'm going to list them out for you before I um, proceed. I'm going to read you um, dramatic monologues presented uh, to you from an excerpt from um, a catalog from the Met that I picked up when I once saw the opera there a few years ago. So it's an old one. The back of a DiSecco pasta box, part of that. Um, A label of a dog chew toy. Um, The ingredients from some milk. Um, An excerpt from a history book on Georgia O'Keeffe and an E.E. Cummings poem. Not particularly necessarily in that order. Um, And I think that I'll start with a really short one just to get the ball rolling. And my first inappropriate dramatic monologue is going to be um, from the dog toy. So um, here you go. I'm just getting warmed up here. It's a real short one. Um, I'm trying to get my drama tone on and, uh, you know, try to, you know, Envision me looking really dramatic while I read this. Caution! Keep away from children. Supervise dog play only. To avoid the risk of injury to your dog, discard this toy if any portion breaks apart or, or blows the call. Okay, so that was one. I feel like there might have been a typo or two in there, but maybe it kind of added to the Uh, dramatic cadence of what I got to read to you. So, um, you know, my next dramatic reading, dramatic monologue, dramatic soliloquy is going to be from um, a milk container 
um, that I peeled this off of at some point. It's empty already. And here you go. Get ready. Um, you know, this is really fun, actually. I'm not feeling very dramatic at all. I'm having a really good time. Um, so here we go. Um, I'm gearing up. I'm stifling my feelings of humor. I'm, I guess this is method acting. This must be what method acting feels because I'm actually in a really good mood, but I'm getting ready to feel dramatic. And I guess anyone could do it, guys. Method acting. Um, all right. Low fat. 1% milk fat. Fat reduced. 8G to 2.5 grams per serving. Ingredients. Low fat milk. Vitamin A. Palmitate. Vitamin D3. No, no significant difference has been shown between milk derived from T-bist-treated and non-bist-treated cows. Keep refrigerated 36 to 38 degrees Fahrenheit. Filled at location. Coated on container. I just hung my hat. You know, you people, people do that dramatically sometimes. Um, now I'm going to do the E.E. Cummings because if I keep reading from only boxes, um, I feel like we're going to really lose some legitimacy here. So um, this is like a super happy poem I'm going to read to you. I don't think that it's supposed to be read dramatically, but E.E. Cummings seems like a flex kind of guy. Um, I'm tempted to, I'm going to read it two ways. Um, first, I am going to read it dramatically and then I'm going to read it um dramatically mentioning each of the punctuation marks and I think he might have liked that so here goes the E.E. Cummings reading dramatically number one yes is a pleasant country ifs wintry my lovely let's open the year both is the very weather not either my treasure when violets appear E.E. Cummings reading number two. Yes, is a pleasant country. Ellipse. If apostrophe S. Wintry. Parentheses, my lovely. Parentheses. Let apostrophes open the year. Both is the very weather. Parentheses not either. My treasure, comma when violets appear. Okay, so now let's move on to the pasta box. And you know, this was really good pasta. It cost me two dollars and forty-nine cents, and I got a few boxes. And I'm not gonna say the brand or anything. But that was a pretty good deal for a pound, you know, 453 grams of uh, superior quality coarse grain semolina. Did I already say the brand? I do not endorse them. I just ate it. So um, let me do my dramatic reading and let me find something that does not, you know, endorse anything. Let me find something that's just like kind of about pasta. Um, ah. Coarse grain semolina. We only use coarse grain semolina flour in order to preserve the integrity of the gluten, gluten, 
gluten and obtain a pasta which is always al dente cold water from the detail omitted mountains we make our dough solely with the cold water from the detail omitted mountains at a temperature of less than 59 degrees fahrenheit ensuring perfect firmness when cooked we craft our pasta with a lot of things that would identify this pasta superior quality pasta okay so that's that now we're going to look at um the George O'Keefe book and I'm having a lot of fun I better tell you um and I think I'm just going to read you guys um a page dramatically The bones seem to be cut sharply to the center of something that is keenly alive even though it is vast and empty and untouchable and knows no kindness without with all its beauty O'Keefe's unusual juxtaposition of skulls with artificial flowers which are used in funerals in New Mexico by the Spanish section of the population lends painting such as cow skull with calico roses page 59 a surreal mystical aura although seeming to echo Latremont's definition of surrealism as the encounter of an umbrella and a sewing machine on a dissection table this unexpected combination of a cow skull with two artificial flowers can nevertheless be read as a statement of reality itself You know, that's a lot of dramatic readings and that has been very fun, but let's see if we can make them funny because I'm losing interest and you must be too and it's only been 10 minutes. So we're going to start with the dog toy and let's try to do it a different way. Um maybe we could sing them. I already said I can't sing. Maybe we can make songs out of them or say them in a funny way. I'm going to go either or on this one. Um Let me find the same thing I read before. Keep away from children. Supervise dog play only. Woof woof. To avoid the risk of injury to your dog, discard this toy if any portion breaks apart or or woof woof blows the call. I didn't really do it for me. Uh what about um keep away from children supervise dog play only to avoid the risk of injury to your dog discard this toy if any portion breaks apart or or blows the call that sounded kind of jingly i'm kind of proud of that one um oh and since we're singing let's go back to um the part that is trying to did we even do the mat one yet? Oh no, we didn't. Should we try to do that one kind of operatically? This one was trying to get you to go to the mat. I'm not going to mention their store in it, but I am going to do like an operatic kind of, well I guess I could say mat, but you know, I'm not endorsing them either. Um and I can't sing opera, but I'm sure going to do my damnedest to make fun of it right now although I really enjoy it. This is a
season, but it doesn't say that, which is tragic. We remain grateful that you can help us fulfill our mission by spending all your money to present, conserve, and share a world of beautiful art with every overpriced, no offense to Matt, I know you're fundraising, Matt Stewart gift you So, sorry if that popped anything or hurt your ears. Um, ooh, I can do a baritone maybe. Let me try that. Okay, next. We're gonna do that one again, but we're gonna try to go low, like limbo low. All right, ready? Um, operatic impression of Matt advertisement, way lower. Uh, and I really don't know if I can do that. Actually, I was quite shocked that I could go that high. <laughs> like, no one is more surprised than me that I could hit those notes, you guys, like for real. So let's see how low I can go. Um, like the limbo. My dog is actually looking at me in her crate and she's really afraid. So, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going low now. This season, we're looking up, drawing inspiration from the evening sky for a holiday that teems with glittering jewels and star-covered accessories. We've mined the mats of parallel holdings to fashion unique designs based on artworks from ancient Egypt, Byzantium, the 19th century France, and beyond, offering an array of unexpected designs along tried and true favorites, and although we don't want to rip you off, we will take your money, because you will give it to us, that's how fundraising can work in the arts, but the arts is underfunded, so it all works out. Thank you, patrons. As always, we hope to help you create joyous memories for a price we deserve because we had entertained you and the arts are vital, which is actually true, although I'm mocking it. As you deepen your special connection to the museum this season, we remain grateful that you help us fulfill our mission to be present, conserve, and share a world of beautiful art with every Met Store gift you give. Holy shit, you guys. That is great fun. Uh, now that I know I can do that, I kind of want to do it to the pasta box. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. So here comes the pasta box in uh, soprano and bass Im or baritone impressions. Okay, I'm gonna do it really high and really low. Um, let's try that. Seriously, I had no idea I could do that. Uh, fake that out. And I don't know if that sounds as weird to you as it did to me, but my dog is freaking the hell out. So we're gonna do, um, let's see. Um, you should really see her. She is like not happy with that fact that I learned I could make that noise. That may work better than her training command. Like go take a break and sit in your uh, crate, which she already knows. Like just me making that noise may be able to like repel like my dog or even like burglars if necessary. Um, here we go. Coarse grain, some a little. 
Because when I go high, I go low. I mean, I think that should be my theme for the rest of the uh, podcast. Um, I go high, I go lower. Coarse grain semolina. We only use coarse grain semolina flour in order to preserve the integrity of the gluten, 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 and obtain a pasta which is always al dente. Cold water from the omitted mountains. We make our dose solely with the cold water from the omitted mountains at a temperature of less than 59 Fahrenheit, ensuring a perfect firmness when cooked. Bronze drawn texture, we craft our pasta with a bronze drawn palette. Plates, I mispronounced that, but who the fuck cares when I can make this noise? To guarantee the ideal porosity, to best capture the sauce. And also, don't forget, this is a space for the back of the box and also a space filler for the podcast (laughs) okay that was scary for me as well um my poor dog you guys seriously like shout out to Macy for tolerating all of this um back to the E.E. Cummings now that we know this is a musical episode um and I mean I have no idea who's still here listening to this at this point this is a soliloquy because I feel like I'm having more fun than you are um yes it is a pleasant country if sweetry my lovely Let's open the year. is the very weather, not air. My 
man, that's hurting my ears. I don't know what's doing to you guys. And now, of course, the low one. Um, Yas is a pleasant country. It's wintry, my lovely. Let's open the year. Both is the very weather, not either my treasure when violets appear. Okay, so I think it's already been 21 minutes and you don't want to hear me sing anymore. So the last thing we'll do on the way out of this bizarre one that we stumbled into is funny voices. Um, Because this is rapidly becoming some crazy stuff. We're back to the dog one. And maybe we'll just do that in like a dog voice. Because my dog is looking at me like right now. Like I just like grew um, somebody else's face. or And it's not one she likes. And she's very sad and hopes mine comes back and stays here. So I'm going to read the dog one in like, I guess the voice my dog looks like she has right now. Keep, keep away from children. Supervise dog play only to avoid the risk of injury to your dog. Discard this toy if any portion breaks apart or blows the call. You guys, please give me my mom back. She sounds really terrible. And I'm really afraid that she's going to keep making noises like this after this recording ends. It's not really fair. She walks me and she feeds me. And I am a captive in this household and I don't need to listen to stuff like that all day. Okay, so back to the mat reading. Um, I really don't know what voice is appropriate for this. Um, I really feel like the singing was probably the most appropriate. But maybe somebody, like, more polite than me should read this. Um, so let's try that. This season, we're looking up, drawing inspiration from the evening sky for a holiday that teams with glittering jewels and star-covered accessories. We've mined the Mets' unparalleled holdings uh, so that you will mine your wallet. To, fash- to secure fashion-unique designs based on artworks from ancient Egypt, Byzantium, 19th century France, and beyond, offering an array of unexpected delights, hoping that you will unexpectedly pay more than you were anticipating, along tried-and-true favorites that have always garnered a high cost. As always, we hope to help you create joyous memories as you deepen your reach into your pockets, for your and your special connection to the museum this season. We remain grateful that you help us fulfill our mission of continuing to exist, because we are important, to present, conserve, and share a world of beautiful art with every med store gift you give. Also, you guys, I've got a note that I got the Met wrong. This is from the Metropolitan Museum of Art, so there is really no need for me to ever break into operatic music. Sorry, Macy, my dog. Um, okay, we've got the pasta. <laughs> that was really awful. I was like literally just listening to opera the other day, which is why that was on my mind. Um, my friend sent me a link to this like, um, this fundraiser and I was listening to the whole thing. It was gorgeous and I love it. And I assume this was from one of the times we had gone to listen to it. Um, but I also love the Metropolitan Museum of Art, so, you know, totally was off base with all the mockery that I did and never needed to know that I could reach a baritone, um, or whatever the hell that was. 
Um, pasta. I'm going to avoid offending anybody with a really bad Italian accent. Um, my milk label. Um, let's try a cow, like, voice. Um, low fat, 1% milk fat. Fat reduced to 2.5% serving ingredients. Low fat milk. Vitamin A. Malmitate. Vitamin D3. No significant difference has been shown between milk derived from. Okay, and that's not all I've got. I've got to say that before this bizarre podcast that did not go as anticipated because it's definitely more soliloquy than, um, you know, (laughs) monologue because I'm talking more to myself. Um, I was only really uh, ever someone who did one impression over and over again. Um, Although obviously I'm someone who likes to improvise um, in conversations. Um, So I'll leave you with that with like the only um, impression that's actually mine that means something to me uh, instead of all that weird stuff. And that is an impression of uh, from my childhood. And it is actually way less weird and way more funny than probably anything else I did uh, on this recording. And let's see, when I was a kid, um, I had a dog, not this dog who's completely traumatized by my singing sitting here. Um, and she was still a puppy and my, I had a family member who was a scientist and he had a friend come over who was a scientist and, you know, we are all in this pandemic learning a lot about hand washing and germs and, um, they were both the kind of scientists that like knew that way before the rest of us. And I was playing with my puppy and, um, that scientist came over as a guest and said something really gross. And my family member, who understood where he was coming from, still thought what he said was um, incredibly hilariously gross. And he did that impression for like the next 20 years, like a lot, and repeated it enough that my impression is really an impression of that family member doing the impression. And his friend was a German scientist, so I don't speak much German, like Kleine, Kleine Deutsch, or is it Kleine? I can't remember because I don't speak a lot of German. Uh, I think Kleine. (laughs) So this is my impression of that family member doing an impression of his friend coming over and watching me play with my puppy and making this comment to him. Um, so I'm a kid, I'm playing with my puppy, and this person is watching, turns to my family member and says, The dogs! First, they lick themselves on the anus, and then they lick the little children on their faces. It is truly disgusting. And it is. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Dogs lick their butts and then they lick kids on the face, but... You know, it's part of being a dog owner, and dogs are worth it. So I think um, this has probably been the most random thing I've shared with you so far. But gosh, it's been the most fun for me. Uh, So have a great day. And if you guys are really good, I won't sing going forward or uh, do too many weird voices in future podcasts.
Happy weekend. Bye.